That's right. Rashawn McDonald and welcome to Money Making Conversations. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to interviews with celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goal through your planning and your committed effort. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest was a former track star. Okay, that's really important to know. She's an athlete because she's starring in a new episode, new series that she's very athletic. Was discovered on a, on YouTube as a singer. Now that hear it, hear it. Now that was a former track star. Now, but was discovered on YouTube as a singer. Now she's a model because she's very attractive. A rising actress in Hollywood because you know somebody patched her in on the interview. She didn't just call me director. Somebody patched her in, so she's big timing. You've seen her work on F <laughs> on FX Atlanta, BET's American Soul, the movie Superfly, and Fox musical drama Star. She's on the show to talk about her career, her uh, which I really love to talk about. Hashtag Love and Light Heart, Love and Light Heart and Soul scholarships, the ups and downs of Hollywood, and her new sci-fi series, which I am in love with, Vagrant Queen. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Adrian Ray. Hello, hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming on the show, Adrian. Of course. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Now, where are you based at right now? I'm based in Los Angeles. Okay, cool. Now, um, the TV show. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, your character, Elita, is, uh, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't want to jump the gun. Because, you know, when you see something, you you tend to overtalk the show. Allow, to, to tell me about your character, Elita. Well, Elita is a young queen. She was deemed queen at a very young age. A queen in um, denial, though, right? When you say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> she's um she's a young queen who at a young age mm-hmm. they uh her monarchy was overthrown and oh. because it was overthrown it, she was you know cast out and she's been on the run for all these years of her life and by the the republic overthrowing her monarchy that mm-hmm. she led to the death of her mother and her father so um she has resentment towards you know the monarchy and and, and the crown in general Okay, so so that means that you are a reluctant queen. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not good. Now you have two sidekicks on the show. You have a. Uh, uh, I want to say she's uh first of all Isaac. He's a person who you um, uh, stole his ship, and he shot you. Okay. <laughs> and, and then you have a May, and a May character is interesting because we know she's gay. But then it always seems to be a moment that there may be something else between you and her, but somebody interrupts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, it, 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 does she like a maid? Is she trying to flirt with a maid? Because we know a maid, which way she rolls, but we don't know which way a leader rolls. And so the first five episodes got your boy, meaning Rashawn McDonald going over here. Hmm, is that potential romance between Elita and a May? Can you give me that to da 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 da? Or do I need to keep looking 
at the various episodes to find out. <laughs> well, as you continue to watch, it'll become more clear. I mean, it's, it's the view that we've given to that um, in regards to the show. We literally gave it the same view as the character. So the audience sees how this goes, just like the characters do. Um but I, I would say to you, the key is to look at Alita and Amay when they're not looking at each other. Or they don't like, when Amay's looking away, look at Alita and see. Oh, I'll be looking. Um, I'm looking, girl. She's... I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm yeah, lo- I'm, so it's, I'll, it's, I'll it's definitely, definitely a little, a little, a little um, sexual tension mm-hmm. and things like that. Alita mm-hmm. is a pansexual. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely some sexual tension and some, some googly hard eyes. Right. And it's always that yeah. moment. Good writing, as they say, good writing, because and you're a very good actress, by the way. I want to compliment you. Thank you know, when you found out your Thank mother you. was alive, you know, a tear dropped immediately. And I went and, you know, it wasn't one of those. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a type of person when I cry, you know, I can't talk and cry at the same time. So, you know, I, I do want to type crying and talking. Okay. <laughs> And so, and so I'm looking at you just dropping these tears and still maintaining vocal control. How do you do that, Adrian? Um, I actually work with a, a vocal coach and, and you know, <laughs> I do. That's a skill, right? That's a skill you have to learn, right? Well, not necessarily, but it does help to have diaphragm control regardless okay, so of you, in, in your breath control. It's all control of the breathing. Obviously. So you're saying I'm a loser, Miss Ray. That's right. You say I'm a loser. I can't because because I can't cry and maintain vocal control. You know, I have these 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 heavy breathing. <laughs> no, you just got to You just got to control that diaphragm. OK, the diaphragm. so tighten up the gut, the star. tighten up the gut. <laughs> But see, I have not. I was not a track star. I didn't have that, you know, because one thing about a track star, you have that diaphragm right. That that six pack. When you turn that corner, <laughs> the knees coming up near that chest. You're gonna be right now. So don't you do me on my own knees show to now. Chest. I say I don't. I'm, I'm, this, this interview is going bad for me right now. She's already told me I'm out of shape. I can't keep my breath. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's talk about this series now. Yeah. First of all. You know, um, when the, when the opportunity came for me to interview you, you know, you mm-hmm. know, we were in a meeting and I, and I, I looked you up online, and I just started. I, I know her from Atlanta, and I knew her from American Soul, and of course, Star. Now mm-hmm. you are the star of this series, Vagrant Queen. That is a mm-hmm. enormous responsibility. Talk, walk us through the steps of of auditioning, and when you first was realized when it told you you was going to be the star of the show, and you've been cast as the lead. Talk us about that, because this is something I, I would. I, let me tell you something before you answer, answer the response. I just want to tell you something honestly. When I watch you, you are so talented. Secondly, I realize that there's a high level of innocence in you that you are doing what you love, and and, and you're being blessed to deliver it in this show and um, the fact that you're doing it at such a young age and uh, on a show that's high profile, a high budget and a lot of sets, it's really wonderful. Now you can respond. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So I got the audition from my manager and he sent over the sides. I immediately tried to get into the world of Vagrant Queen. So I read the comic, I read the sides, and I read the pilot script, mm-hmm. which really all of it helped because the writer, Jim, um, she's, she's amazing and amazingly talented. 
And she really did a great job at taking that comic book, because it's an adaptation, and it took, taking that comic book world and really turning it into a TV adaptation. And um, you could really find the two worlds to be the same when you go from the comic to the uh, television series. Yeah. So I really found you know the comic to be very helpful. So I went and built my character and instantly fell in love with her, instantly resonated with her words. I was off book. As in, um, my, the words that they gave me to audition with were memorized very fast. And, um, from doing that, I did my audition. You know, I, I just went out there and I had fun and I, I did what I thought, you know, was funny and fun and, you know, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to bring to the character. And luckily and <laughs> amazingly well, the, the, the whole creative team, they really liked my audition. So they called me in for a callback with some tweaks. And I sent over another tape because at this point, our showrunner was in South Africa and I mm-hmm. located in Los Angeles. So we did it via self-tape, two self-tapes. And then I get a phone call from my manager and um, he tells me, he says, can I speak to Alita? And I just start freaking out. I'm in Ralph's. I got to get out there. I got to get out the store. Like, now, Ralph's is a grocery the store there. in Los Angeles. But they're just going to be saying like Ralph's everywhere. Ralph's aren't everywhere. Ralph's is a big, it's like Kroger's or Publix. It's based in yeah, Los Angeles. It's, I, it's I've lived really in Los Angeles for 50. It's really big. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. She's so in Ralph. I'm, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the grocery store and um, I get out and I have to, you know, have my whole moment and they tell me that I book it and you know that that feeling was just amazing and none of it actually hit me that I was the lead and a a woman of color lead in a sci-fi series LGBTQ plus representation none of that really hit me in the moment all of it was just like oh man I booked a show (laughs) and that's just like where I was living in the moment and as I got you know, to South Africa, as I got started getting into costume, it all started uh, like unraveling and like, oh, I am, I am the actual lead. I am the vagrant queen. I am a woman of color leading a sci-fi series. And, you know, as much as it could seem, you know, scary to someone, um, it wasn't, it wasn't terrifying or scary to me because I didn't see it as like something that could possibly turn negative at all. So because of the way I embraced it, it really allowed me to um, just live in that space and, and embrace it and, and flourish within it. And I'm just super grateful and humble to be able to play such an impactful role, a powerful role that has so much representation on so many different levels. You know, you, we're living in the era of the Black Panther, okay, where we know that, you know, when you're given an opportunity, you have to shine because, uh, you know, we never know because everybody, you know, if a failure at, at that high profile level can deter other opportunities at that level. And so and pa- pa- Black Panther delivered it over delivered and uh, and also open doors, I'd like to believe, for opportunities like this. And when I see yeah. what you're doing, I, you know, I saw the first episode and it's like if you are a fan of uh, Guardian of the Galaxy. This is a, a tone, a character type tone, because she's an anti-hero. She, she, I should say, a reluctant hero. And uh, and as mm-hmm. each episode goes along, she starts gathering her her band, her group, her 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 teammates, her sidekicks. You know, and Isaac is a reluctant sidekick who is from Earth, but watch Sirius so you can get his backstory. And then a May, she picked him up. She picked her up, picked her up, and a May is kind of like. 
she's along for the ride. You know, she's supposed to be a person that was supposed to be just dropped off. But hey, she 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 sees some opportunities just to be creative. She's a she's a geek. She's a she's a guru in the in the mechanic room. She is the uh, she is the Scotty. Scotty, we need more power. We need more power of Star Trek. Correct. yes he's the glue that holds us together for sure but more importantly you're the glue when we come back i want to talk about uh you know the um some more about your how you got started as a youtube singer i want to talk about the training i want to talk about the sets i want to talk about your your give back program your scholarships you are an amazing person adrian ray i'm so happy you're doing money making conversations so i can tell the world about your talents we'll be right back with more money making conversations Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations on the phone. Is a very talented. You know, she heard about her good news about the Vagrant Queen in Ralph's grocery store. Woo! She threw the she threw the bananas and the lettuce and the tomatoes up in the air and she ran out and started uh crip walking in the parking lot. She was so happy. She was just doing her thing. But right now, what she's doing on this show is telling us about her new series, which is on Sci-Fi on Thursday nights at 11 Eastern. That's when I watch it every Thursday night. I've seen the first five episodes of uh, Vagrant Queen. And the the fifth episode, you know, each episode gets better. The fifth episode made me mad because it really, you know, what's 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 the villain's name? Lazarus or Lazarus? What's his, the villain's the villain's name? Lazaro. Lazaro. Now, Lazaro. You know, he is an evil, evil guy. Now, I'm going to tell you something. This series is, you know, they beat up people. There's some blood in this series now. And there's uh, some campiness, which which should be called humor. And there is uh, teamwork. There's a lot of backstabbing. There's a lot of lying. There's a lot of, uh, I thought you said this. I thought you was this. There's a lot of uh, unforeseen directions for the characters. And you think you're going in this direction. There are lives that are lost. There are lives that are lost and more lives that are lost and then it whittles it all down to <laughs> where you're at right now you're you're uh, after episode five i'm i'm believing you're ready to save the galaxy correct mm, I, I i can't speak on that oh you my goodness I, I set you up adrian I, and you just gonna leave me hanging out there i don't think i'm telling the series i think I, i'm just on episode five not episode five i would think that's the attitude you're gonna have moving forward. Crazy man, he got the the orb that you you didn't have time to get the information on how to use it, and then all of a sudden he knew how to use it. Now he has ultimate power. I don't even know how you're gonna tackle him because even though you are blood, you have the blood of the of the kingdom or the queen or the king or the uh, whatever. You still don't have the orb. He has it now. So now, episode six, which I have to watch this Thursday night at 11 o'clock on Sci-Fi Channel. I'm listening, I'm talking to Adrian Ray. She's a star of Fragrant Queen, a great, great series. Are people reacting to you like I'm reacting to you? <laughs> um, everyone reacts differently, but oh, okay, I mean, okay. the overall well, reaction let me, is great. Let me ask you, how am I reacting? You know, I don't want to be like a little a little fan or don't know what I'm talking about. Am I am I no, uh, you're okay. Okay, good. Thank you. Because you have a great series. Now, before Thank we you. got to the great series, I read mm-hmm. in your bio, you were discovered on YouTube as a singer. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. Uh 
divine intervention, I suppose, because um, I had like no YouTube subscribers or anything like that. I was just singing <laughs> in my house. <laughs> singing oh my in my goodness. house. I posted You're it funny. on Instagram. Uh-huh. Someone followed and uh, they went to the YouTube and checked out the song. And then they actually worked at, um, they worked at Radar, which is a subdivision of, of Epic Records. Mm-hmm. And they showed their boss, and their boss was like, "Bring her in. Let's let's have her sing for us, and let's talk to her." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we went in from there. But that's that's literally how I started getting into the entertainment industry. And from there, you know, I, I being on some sets and things like that, I found out about acting, and because I was in Atlanta, right. you know, that's Black Hollywood. And um, I remember being on a, a video set and doing acting like as like like lead acting and they were like, you're pretty good at this. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, you know, you should really try because you're in Atlanta and you should at least just, you know, give it a try since you're here. So I was like, okay. And then I found my mentor, Carl Payne, who that's my man. That's my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he took me under his wing and just taught me so, so, so very much. And I'm forever grateful to Carl. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started me with, you know, Stanislavski, Stella Adler and those, those techniques. So the first thing Carl did with me was train. Mm-hmm. I know often people, when they turn and they say, I want to be an actor. And that's, that's fine. If that's your passion, that's a beautiful thing that you found that right but the first thing is not i need to i need to get headshots and find the act find the agent and go book a role the first thing you need to do is train mm-hmm. because um <clears throat> as i uh as i read in a beautiful interview by Brittany, who is one of the stars of boomerang she said it is it is your talent it's like an agent will get you in the room yes but your talent will keep you in the room True. Your talent will get you booked. True. So that's that's the important thing that you really need to cultivate. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back to the, the show now. I'm, I'm going to bounce back and forth because mm-hmm. the different points I want back. Uh, now, the sets. Now, this is what has impressed me about the show, because when you do a show like this, you know, one of the things that can destroy a show is the sets. Uh, mm-hmm. which was tied to it, the acting, the, the uh, I guess, the, the fight sequences, the special effects, and mm-hmm. your show does a phenomenal job. Talk about the sets that, that and where you guys are shooting the show. Well, the sets are absolutely phenomenal, like you said, and we shoot in Cape Town, South Africa, which offers just a huge variety of terrains to work with. I mean, from episode five, you see the dunes in Atlantis and then all the way to the beautiful mountains that you see in episode three, where I go meet Clive. All of these are actual mountains and dunes. They're not CGI. I mean, the most CGI you'll see is like an extra moon added into the sky. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it looks uh, of another galaxy, not yours. But we for sure, no, we for sure had a lot of fun filming all these different places. And it was just beautiful that one place in the motherland had so much to offer regarding not just the the scenes and the sets, but also the talent. There's a lot of South African actors who are a part of our casting crew. A part of our cast, yeah, and um, it was just it was just a beautiful beautiful thing to experience. Well, you know, I, I I'll be remiss if I don't talk about the makeup 
because the makeup's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The makeup design and all that is crafted very well. And that's what that's what excites me about the show. First of all, I'm a, I'm a sci-fi person. I enjoy watching sci-fi. I, I but the but to support you as a lead on an incredibly well-produced crafted series is important because of the fact that you're good. You're really really good at what you do. Now, there's a lot of physical fight scenes. There's a lot of running. There's a lot of jumping. Talk to us about that training process. Well, luckily, like you stated, I've been an athlete all of my life. Um, I've been playing field hockey since I was five, running track, basketball, all these things. So I was able to have, you know, that coordination center of gravity, all of those things naturally within my being. But I had an amazing stunt like crew mm-hmm. and you know they they trained me i had a personal trainer as well who trained me with boxing and kinesthetic and dynamic training the kickboxing and you know as actors it is our job to make sure that we stay in shape right but i didn't know i was going to get an action hero role so <laughs> you know my my training had to shift from just going to the gym and doing cardio to actually like punching and kicking and, and working out in a different way a more right. athletic mm-hmm. building way so mm-hmm. um that's what my training consisted of. Uh, we shot six days a week. I trained three to five times a week. Right. And I had one day to myself every, every week. Now, with that being said, mm-hmm. did you get any bruises or did you get thrown off on any of the, uh, any of the uh, acting, the physical scenes? Because or, or, I'm watching. I'm trying to figure, is that her fighting? Is that her making that kick? Is that making her make that throw? Is she being thrown around? How did that work out for you physically in all the action scenes? Um, I actually did 98% of my stunts. Congra- so, wow. Um, okay. Come on now, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did 98% of my stunts and um, I did injure myself. You know, there's there's small little injuries like uh, cuts or things like that that happen. But I've never I never really like genuinely hurt myself like badly. Right. Uh, I did mm-hmm. get, you know, some bumps and bruises, mm-hmm. but all of which I'm just I didn't even tell anybody about it because I wanted to continue to do my stunts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Just, just, just manned up right there. Hey, hey, don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm just to let you know that this. Is, I'm just having fun talking to you because you know uh, I'm talking to the star of the series, and uh, you're answering inside questions. Except you know what's going to happen after episode five. You know that's the only thing you <laughs> said you're not going to. Which I'm cool. I respect that. I respect, we're going to get a relationship going here. You know, eventually on future interviews. You know, you're going to let me in on a little bit more secrets. Let's talk about your scholarships. You know, the let's shift here because this is a side of you that I always like to talk with my, especially people in entertainment. I call it a balanced life. You know, being able to, mm-hmm. you know, you're focused on your career, but what are you doing for the community? What 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 keeps your mind active when you're not acting or entertaining? It's called the hashtag Love and Light Heart and Soul Scholarship. Tell us about that. Yeah. So this scholarship, I must say, is so, so, so close to my heart. Um, as I previously stated, I am a certified laboratory scientist, and I went to school and studied physician assistant studies as well. So I have degrees, and I know what it's like to be a first-generation college student. I know what it's like to go to college, and your parents are like, that's amazing. I don't, we don't know how we can pay for that, but that's amazing right. that you got in. Mm-hmm. And you just try to figure out a way to make this work. Now, I remember that anxiety that I had. I remember the stress that I had every semester in the midst of final, because that's when it's all winding down. 
worrying about if I'm going to have enough money to, to live on campus, if I'm going to have enough money for books, can I even pay my scholarship, my uh, tuition? Will I be able to come back? Mm-hmm. That's just a fear. I, I genuinely, I, I didn't like it at all. And as someone who has been blessed to be able to live in my passion and um, have the financial stability to give back, I feel like it's my duty to actually help students. They don't have to go through these things. And if I can do something about it, I'm going to help. So the Love and Light Media Heart and Soul Scholarship is my way of giving back to the community in that way. So the Heart Scholarship is for the heart of our country, and it is for students who are interested in things in the medical field, whether that's nursing, PA, OT, occupational therapy, um, as a doctor, um, as a nurse practitioner, all of those things. And it's for people who, you know, come from underprivileged areas, you have to have a certain criteria for your GPA, and um, then you have the soul scholarship, which I believe is for the soul of our nation, which is the arts. The arts feed your soul. So for those of those those people who want to go into, you know, cinematography, uh, directing, they want to go into school for theater, that's a scholarship that's available for them. And we're working very hard to get that off the ground amidst this COVID-19 pandemic. Mm -hmm. But we're really working on it to get it off the ground. My friend, I want to thank you for coming on my show. She's the star of the hit uh, sci-fi series. Sci-fi is on Sci-Fi Network. I shouldn't say Sci-Fi Series. It's on the Sci-Fi Network. Every Thursday night at 11 (laughs) Eastern, you can catch her. Uh, The star of Vagrant Queen, uh, her two sidekicks, uh, Isaac and Amay, and uh, they're fantastic. I laugh. I enjoy. Um, First of all, you're a wonderful interview, by the way. I want to let you know you're you're a job. We could talk forever, but again, we all have time limits. And I will support your show. I'll put banners. I'll talk to your PR company to send me banners so I can post it on my social media. I almost got a million followers. And I also have a 90,000 fan club uh, a, a, a group that uh, that's pretty loyal to me. That I'm going to put your banner in and know that you got a young person over here that's uh, supporting you and going to keep winning with you. And then, you know, my boy, Carl Payne. So that that's another extra, extra <laughs> blessing in this relationship, my friend. So you keep winning. Thank OK, you. and I want to thank you for coming on Money yeah. Making Conversations. All right. Thank you. Uh, if you want to hear more interviews about Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. <laughs>